0: Trigger warning, the following content may include sexual content, excessive or gratuitous violence content, Build-A-Bear Workshop content, deaf and or dying content, Naked Mitch McConnell, and boom Scrolling. If you are offended by the aforementioned content, please stop listening and go ahead and give a 5-star review anyway. If you are not offended, you are probably a terrible person and have discovered your people. Welcome, new listener. You're now tuning in, so get ready for your mindless and sometimes mindful hosts, Josh, Jen, and their very special guests for the morning. Sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome
1: Welcome to to the the Mindless Mindless Morning Morning Show.
2: Show. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Mindless Morning Show. I'm Josh, and I'm here with Jen. Hey, guys. More importantly, we have a special guest here, Jeff Krause. So tell us about yourself, man.
0: How are you? Yeah, my name is Jeff Krause, and uh, I appreciate you guys uh, having me on today.
2: Absolutely. How's everything? Pretty good. Pretty good. Where Where, where are you uh,
0: from? Uh, I'm based out of New York. Oh. oh,
1: how's New York's weather right now? Cause ours is hot as hell in Texas.
0: Um, it's actually pretty nice right now. I mean, you know, we're in the spring, so or, you know, pretty much. So yeah, no, it's pretty uh, pretty nice. It's like 60s, 70s. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. That's what I like personally, so. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Perfect. Where are you guys based out of?
1: Um, I'm in Dallas, Texas, and I mean, we're like, it'll be like cold in the morning, and then during the day, it gets hot as hell. That's what is so crazy to me, and then at night, you're like, oh, turn the heater on again. It's the wild. The heater? Nah. Not well, heater, maybe, per se, but definitely uh, colder.
2: I live in Florida. I don't need the heater, ever. <laughs> All year. What, uh, what part of Florida are you in? Uh, the god awful Orlando, like the heart and center of everything and like no real <laughs> uh good good Florida natives. Most people are tourists or people that are like retired and moved here, so it's crazy. Old people. Yeah. I'm an I'm an orange product, <laughs> born and raised. I love this. So
0: well, I mean, I think you know, Boca is more like where the oldest people <laughs>
2: Fort Lauderdale,
1: too. My grandparents yeah. lived in Fort Lauderdale.
2: Yeah. Oh, Of course, by the beaches. that That's definitely where the majority, but yeah, people don't know how to drive around uh, Orlando. It's all touristy. It's, it's every state, couple of countries, different drivers, and it's just, they don't blend well. So, it's
0: <laughs> the worst.
1: <laughs> yeah, New York, you guys, like, don't really, do you have a car?
0: No. I mean... Yeah, for yeah. New you know in New York City, no one need, no one needs a car. You
1: know? Right, that's so weird to me. I've literally never used public transportation at all in Dallas, like by choice. Admittedly, I don't want to go on the DART rail or whatever, but it's so weird to me to not have a car, like control. You know.
2: Yeah, I uh, I made the mistake of renting a car in New York and driving through all five boroughs, and I basically. Swore off that entire state. <laughs> <laughs> I never want to go back. <laughs> so that, that was uh, the worst thing I could possibly do. But yeah, that is what it is. Yeah, so so
0: basically, it's like screw New York. I had a bad experience driving. <laughs> I'm done.
2: Dude, I'm done. <laughs> I, I can't. Ima- I can't count how many times I almost died, almost killed somebody else, or like just bystanders were about to die or something because, like, just, it, things are so crazy over there.
1: Well, that's why people don't own cars. That's why I asked. because if, even if you had a car, don't you have to, like, pay for, like, a spot or whatever to house your car? Usually because you're living in, like, an apartment setting or whatever.
0: In New York City, yeah. Man.
1: Yeah, like a parking spot. Like, you're paying monthly or some shit for a parking spot.
2: Really? I, th- I, I thought that was, like, first come first, or
0: Well, no, I mean, listen either you pay for a parking spot or you have to like drive around and find one and hopefully, you know, but each street has different hours of like when you could park there. So it's, it's not, it wasn't meant for, you know, people to park on the street in New York city. Yeah. Unfortunately.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I could tell,
0: for sure. but I guess that's how they make their money is by ticketing people. So
1: yeah. yeah. Are you born there?
0: Well, yeah, no, I was born in Long Island, but okay, which is right outside the city. But yeah,
1: I feel like you don't have like the accent.
0: I do, or I do not.
1: Don't, or I can't hear it. But I don't have a Texas accent, so.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, what what part of Long Island? Because Long Island was like the only area that like was decent. That I was in the Ronkonkoma area, I think.
0: Yeah, I uh, I grew up in uh, Roslyn and uh, Great Neck area. Oh, okay. Um that's where I grew up and then, you know, moved into the city after college and uh, just been, you know, doing, doing events and working in marketing and hospitality for many, many years.
1: I have so many questions about all that because I was reading up on like your business prior to the IE, was it IE and Y, IE Production?
0: Well, I, I still own IE Group.
1: IE Group. There you go um but i was wondering like is the new thing that you're talking or going to talk to us about is that like a direct result of covid basically like a new yeah okay i mean what is it fan room
2: yeah so yeah tell us about fan room live
0: yeah so fan room live uh you know i basically what happened was COVID hit you know my business partner and i so i come from you know events and hospitality My business partner is a celebrity booking agent. So when COVID hit, we didn't really know what we were going to do because there was just, you couldn't go out of your house without, you know, (laughs) being worried about catching COVID, let alone, you know, go anywhere. Everything was, was closed. So, You know, I basically just, we just came up with this idea like, hey, what if we just got some, you know, athletes and, you know, some celebrities to come online and do some events. We didn't know what. We just figured, hey, maybe we'll even just do a charity event. We don't know how long this thing's going to last. Right. Um, So I basically just called Cedric the Entertainer, who's a friend of mine and ours, and I said, hey, listen, you know, we had this idea and, you know, we were thinking about just, you know, doing some virtual events and, you know, raising some money for maybe for charity. Um, what do you think? And he just was like, well, it sounds great, but actually we can make a little bit of a <clears throat> business out of this because, yeah. uh, there's really, you know, everybody's sitting at home right now and doing nothing. And basically this could be, uh, a long, actually be a term uh, thing because once you know once even when COVID is over people are still going to be doing virtual they're still going to be online because now they're just used to it right they might not do it as much but they're going to do it
1: I keep saying like they definitely coined the term a new normal for a reason like there's no going back you know to the old ways there's definitely only moving forward I feel like in new ways but yeah how many events have you done so far?
0: Oh, I mean, about 20. Nice. Yeah, I mean, How,
2: we've been... How's it been going for you
0: overall? No, it's it's been going great. I mean, listen, we've been doing this uh, basically since July. I mean, we thought of it in, like, somewhere in April or May. Um, but, you know, we've kind of, you know, it takes a little while to put the pieces together and get people on board and... Uh, you know, formulate our, our systems and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, no, we um, we've been doing it since July, and it's been it's been going great. I mean, we've had some uh, really awesome people on. Uh, you know, we did some events for you know with George Lopez and uh, Dio Hughley, uh, Kurt Angle, Jake the Snake Roberts, wow. um, whole whole bunch of people, Morgan Fairchild, um, Leland Sklar We had on about two months ago
2: yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah. he's an awesome dude (laughs) yeah yeah. so no we've we've had um you know we've we've been uh, by the way those are just off the top of my head I mean, we've done tons more um but yeah no it's been going great and you know we've also the one thing that we love about it is the moments that kind of happen that are not planned are just amazing uh, like, you know, one time we had uh, Jake the Snake Roberts on, and when he logged in, he realized that there was a girl in there who's a paraplegic who he has been visiting since the 80s. Oh. And, yeah, well, he has no way of seeing her because, you know, he's not flying to see her. Yeah. Or at least at that point he wasn't. So this was their way of being able to to connect. He didn't even know she was going to be on. Amazing. But you know, she sees it on social media and she's like, "Oh, hey, let me go go get a ticket." Logs in.
1: So what now are they're you- able
0: to communicate? Sorry. That's super cool.
1: What? Like, do you have a cap then as to like how many people can get in or is it well, just kind of open play? How does the whole online? platform
2: work?
0: Yeah, so it really depends on the celebrity or the artist um, and how long they're willing to do it for, because what ends up happening is, is that, and also what type of tickets we're allowing. So uh, and I'd say this just as an example. Um, One, one celebrity might say, Hey, listen, uh, I'm only there for an hour and I only want fans coming in that are, you know, going to be meeting me. Other people will say, okay, I'll do it for two hours and you could do a backstage pass. You could do a, you know, a viewing or or not a viewing, but people can join the party. Even if they don't want to meet me, they can, you know, pay a low ticket just to get in a voyeur. Yeah, whatever (laughs) you want. Yeah. I, I just call it an audience member. Um, and then, you know, there's other people that say, yeah, you could do a backstage pass, you know, where uh, they'll actually stay on with the fan after the event is already over and, you know, have like a more special one-on-one and they get a, you know, a selfie and a copy of recording and all that kind of stuff. So it kind of just depends on the artist and what they're, what they're willing to, to do. Um, but all, all things, you know, considered... Uh, you could fit around 50 people per hour to be able to actually talk to them. And that's, you know, that's really...
1: That's a
0: lot. Yeah, that's really cutting it, you know, cutting it close.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, but it, again, it just depends. Sometimes I mean, we've had situations where the celebrity comes in, like we had iced tea and cocoa, and iced tea basically was like, listen, I'm going to take... As much time as I want with every fan, so he spent probably about I don't know five or ten minutes with each one.
1: Nice. So,
0: you know, once they're in the moment, it's 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 just you just never know. Yeah. You know.
1: That's really amazing.
0: Cool, and like with them, there was no time limit. They were just like, yeah, all you know. So let's let's go. Like no, no problem.
2: Uh, what are, are 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 there any plans like? to do any other type of events aside from just like celebrity meet and greets? Like, are, do you guys have any like kind of concerts or anything like that lined up?
0: Um, yeah. I mean, there are, there are events that were, you know, in the works of, but you just never know until, see, the thing is too, is that with concerts is that it, it, it depends because the artist either a has to be um, set up for that, Mm. Or B number two, they already have to be doing something. Meaning, they have to be like, they have to have a show already planned that they're doing. And then it's like, oh, hey, why don't we do fan room after? Or why don't we, you know, do fan room before and then the fans can watch? Well, uh-huh. it
1: but- wouldn't be a platform where they actually would play the concert. It would be more something attached to a platform that does that separately.
0: Yeah, no, no. What I'm saying is is that, so, say, for example, an artist is performing on Friday, May 15th, let's just say, and they already know that they're going to be performing at nine o'clock. We could do the meet and greet before the performance, and then everybody on the meet and greet can watch the performance. Okay. okay. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah but, but it, you're not
1: just uh, specific hosting platform that would do the concert or say like you would maybe partner with another platform that's doing that or another business that did that.
0: Yeah. It's, it's more, it's more partnering with the artist that's already doing it. Okay. Right. So, but again, it it depends. I mean, it's not that we couldn't do it or we won't do it. We just aren't there yet. Okay.
1: Yeah. We actually had a miss. Well, I planned out, having somebody like perform on a discord like server chat or whatever and there was major technical difficulties so wait
0: wait wait what what happened
1: <laughs> i was my brother-in-law uh is like an up and coming artist in california and so i was like oh wouldn't it be cool to like perform your music live like in our we have what is called a discord server i don't know if you are on discord but um so yeah, nothing was connected right, and so it was, like, every time the music, like, his piano played, his, like, voice cut out and oh, all this no, no. stuff. Yeah, and then at the end, everybody's like, hey, by the way, uh, you could just send a Zoom link, and we can do it through Zoom, and, like, everybody was able to hear it. So, like, after an hour of mm-hmm. going through, like, all this craziness, we fixed it by Zooming it instead. But you oh, can like, wow. see how, on a big scale, that would be a lot to deal with, you know, especially when you're selling actual tickets.
2: That and you want the sound to be like, crisp. Yeah, quality. yeah. It, it takes actually quite a bit of equipment and more importantly, internet, strong internet.
0: We, you know, something we actually come to think of it, we actually did have one set up back in the fall with Kevin Little, um, for his birthday. It ended up getting rescheduled, but he was going to actually perform in his backyard with all of his friends there. And it was going to be performance with, a, you know, the meet and greet beforehand and then live performance. So that actually probably will happen this summer.
1: I think it's such a cool idea because, like, I know me specifically being like a mom, I stay at home, I have four kids, like buying a concert ticket is like the last thing that's ever going to happen. But there's obviously people I'd love to see and like even obviously have a chance to meet them. Justin Bieber, but, um, so, (laughs) but, you know, like what y'all are doing is making that actually possible to somebody like me. And then there's people that, you know, are even, you know, more crippled, but, you know, have to stay home because, or we just don't have money to fly places and stuff. It's expensive to follow an artist around if they don't come to your specific area. That's
0: true. Yeah. You know, the, the, the problem is too, is like, is the artist you know, willing willing to do it on the cuff.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: You know, they're always, to perform, they're always used to getting that guaranteed money. Yeah. That's very true. So. I
2: like so many miss actually performing live, and I, I feel like that's like, essentially, the next best thing. They should just do it. Artists listening, just fucking do it. <laughs>
1: sure. Just Zoom us and play us music. Yeah, personally absolutely. no i mean i i think it's cool if we if the sound is good and everything what are you guys so price wise because people aren't going in person like when you took that into account how did you depends how famous they are right <laughs> well yeah
0: obviously. no you know what though it it, it depends on yes depends on how fa- <laughs>
1: yeah how
0: famous there but no it also depends on the art again on the artist like uh, truth truthfully like if it were up to us, we would keep the cost as low as possible to make it affordable. Right. Um, but it depends on what the artist wants to charge. You know, we suggest the lower numbers, like, you know, 25 and 50 and a hundred of the, you know, at the max. But um, sometimes they just, they want to charge more for whichever ticket. So it kind of, it really, it really just depends. Yeah.
1: Kind of like a, or what I've imagined it being like is like our merch we're allowed to, or we can like alter the margins, you know, what we're going to get from it based on how much we want to charge for the t-shirt or whatever. So it's probably like that, right? Like they're getting a cut of it. So they're looking at the price overall like that too.
0: Yeah. I mean, and and again, some people do this because they recognize like, look, Jake, the snake Roberts said this perfectly he said you see on television when you watch wrestling now there's no fans yeah believe me anybody that is in live performance is now must really appreciate their fans cuz they're the ones that buy the merch mm. they're the ones that buy the tickets to see you they're the ones that are buying the pay-per-views yeah. so you know some people would just do it because they want to give back to their fans and they want to just—they enjoy it. Like Jake genuinely enjoys it. Other people are kind of like, "Well, you know, yeah, it's cool, but
1: I pay my rent. <laughs> Give me, yeah,
0: I, 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 you know, I, I mean, still I get have it have... or whatever. So it just depends, really. Yeah. It depends on the attitude of the of, of the celebrity, truly.
1: What's so, your most like? Sorry,
0: Josh. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead. Um. What's like your most like, ah uh, like, oh my God, celebrity, starstruck person you've worked with? Well,
0: th- those are, <laughs> those those are two different questions that I've worked with on the platform or that I've worked with.
1: Overall, I'd in- say in the history of your event planning situation.
0: It's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't want to use the word starstruck, but meeting meeting Chris Jericho was really, really cool. Oh, that was cool. Just because, you know, first of all, he's such a cool guy. Like, he's such a down-to-earth dude. Um, but also, not not just because of that, but, you know, I was watching him in high school when, you know, so to to meet him or work with him and then, you know, we ended up having a, a dinner with him and his friends uh, at one of my spots that I work with. So that was that was really uh, really cool. You guys still
1: talk?
0: That was a personal, like, wow, this is fucking cool kind of kind of thing. Hell yeah. Um, as far as like starstruck, as far as um, like holy crap, I'm actually working with this person. That's. I don't know. That That's kind of... Um, Justin Bieber? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I never... I haven't worked with him, but I wouldn't... Yeah, I mean, she would, I guess, would be... <laughs> okay. but, um, yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, I guess I just never really... I guess I just never really looked at it like that, you know? Like, I guess if you sit back and think about it, like, oh, wow, you know, I... I I got to work with with Thurman. Like, wow, that's that's super that's cool. Beautiful. But yeah, but I, I never really... Or even, you know, Ed Sheeran, but I never really... I guess I just never really looked at it like that. It's business, yeah. It's business, and it's, you know... It's great, it's fun, but, you know... But I, ne- I guess I just never really, like, took a step back and was like, oh, wow, I can't believe I... But, and part of that also... Is that I never, um, I always treat the artist very well, but not to the point where, um, you know, they think that it's some, <laughs> yeah, yeah. As as one person said, it's, he's there, but he's not there, but he's there.
1: Right. <laughs> so that's t- well, I have. Would imagine that's what makes you good at what you do is not being like, Oh my God. Also my daughter and granddaughter and uh, nephews all love you too. You want to sign this You know, like you can't be like, okay, yeah, no, no. Like, I, I never,
0: <laughs> yeah. I never, I never ask for uh, I never asked for personal favors, you know, so ever just because once you start doing that and I've, you know, learned this a long, long time ago, once you start doing that, It's kinda like nah. You know, like they 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 don't look at it as like this is, you know, somebody you want to do business with.
1: Right. Right. It's like somebody that can get the most out of their like one interaction with you or whatever.
0: Yeah. I that's the one thing I I don't I don't do is uh, ask for personal favors, like, oh hey, can you sign an autograph for my, you know, my niece or, or my, you know, my my father or anything, anything like that. Um, I don't, I don't really uh, get involved now. If it was now, if it was something to the effect of that, I was personally friends with a celebrity that I'm, you know, speaking to on a regular basis and somebody in my family happened to be, let's just say, uh, in the, you know, around when I was hanging out with a person or something to that effect, I would introduce them, stuff like that.
2: Yeah, are you speaking so I, from experience?
0: <laughs> what?
2: Are, are you speaking from
0: experience? <laughs> no, well, no, I'm saying just in, in no no, I'm just saying just just in general.
2: Okay. okay.
0: You know, I've I've introduced uh, you know friends to different um, you know different celebrities as long as they were. As long as they knew, they knew how to act around them, of course.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Definitely not done friend of mine this morning.
0: So. Yeah, but I'm not. Um, you know, I, I very rarely ask for even if it's a, even if they're a close friend of mine. I very rarely ask for uh, you know favors like that.
2: So I, I know you had mentioned like you you had talked to Cedric about it uh, to to kind of build this up. But what led you to like? What what got you into the position? Like what is it that ultimately led you to becoming like an event planner to begin with?
0: Well, I mean, I've been doing this since college. I mean, you know, I've been throwing parties since I was in, you know, since I was in college and you know, got into um, you know, running uh, you know, marketing and events for different venues. So kind of just built up over the, over the years. Um, you know, I built up my, my Rolodex, so to speak, of uh, people to throw parties for, you know, for different events, whether they'd be magazines or, uh, you know, charity event after parties or, or whatever the case. Uh, and then over the years, I mean, I built up my celebrity end of it, which is, you know, which kind of coincides with everything else. But in answer to your question, yeah, I just kind of started doing it when I was in college, and just took took off from there. Just yeah, just just took off. I
2: guess it just felt natural. That's good. I mean, yeah, you know, that's awesome. I mean, what what all goes into planning a, a party? Because I'm sure, like from college parties to now, it, it's a lot different. <laughs> college parties it's got girls kegs we're good
0: <laughs> well, i didn't throw those kind of parties actually oh that's that's the, the funniest the, part were the,
2: they were the fancy ones
0: no no, no. meaning like Shrimp when cocktails. i when i started doing this out first of all when i started doing this i was underage going into the clubs okay so it wasn't like i was throwing parties on campus or or anything like that i you know i went to ramapo new jersey it's not exactly i mean yeah they have Some fraternity parties or whatever but what you know it's not it's not really the same um whereas when you're doing it for a living and you're throwing parties for a living in a nightclub or in a restaurant or whatever uh it's just a bit a bit different oh okay similar maybe similar uh crowd that was coming but it was different as far as, you know, we weren't just pulling out kegs and being like, hey, everybody drink from a keg. I mean, yeah. you
1: try it sometimes. <laughs> Might be like, uh, you like advertise it as your like white trash event, you know, white trash party event. <laughs> Make that like trash fun, trash can fun.
0: You know what's funny? i of ten. That would actually, <laughs> that actually, <laughs> that would actually in New York, that would actually draw... That's the funniest part.
1: I have tons of ideas for you, so I can send them to you.
0: That's the fu- that's the funniest part, <laughs> is that if tomorrow all the clubs reopened, and I and I and I decided, hey, let's throw a big party called White Trash and put kegs on the bar.
1: Who can do the longest there. keg stand?
0: People would just be like, oh, what the hell is this? This looks so cool. I want to yeah. go. Through COVID.
1: Be,
2: yeah, that would be the biggest uh, money maker because. The more more alcohol they see, they see the more they're going to want to drink, and they just keep spending and drinking.
1: Yep. Yeah. Do you have a rule for yourself when you attend? Like, cause you have to obviously maintain your composure. Do you drink at all?
0: I don't. I don't really drink much. You know,
1: I, I not
0: Sorry, what did you say?
1: <laughs> I was. I said I would think you couldn't. Like, if you know, you're supposed to be running things, you can't get like uh, crashed.
0: No. Listen, you know, I can. You know, if I wanted to, I mean, I could drink however how much I wanted but the reason why I don't is more because I don't want to if I'm trying to like move move things forward and and be focused the next day last thing you want to do is get wasted and then have a hangover the next day and your whole day is gone and you know that could be the difference of getting that next event or Getting you know that next thing in motion or whatnot, so that that's the reason why I don't do it. It's also healthier not to. I mean, one drink is one thing, like maybe a yeah or a glass of champagne or something like that, just to loosen up a little bit. But aside from that, I don't. Uh, I, I really don't drink much.
2: I actually so unhealthy now.
1: I know it is. <laughs> I don't drink really at all. But I used to work for this guy who was a chef, and we did catering for him. And he was such a drinker, man. This guy would get... And we'd be doing big events, you know, huge events. that These people are, like, auctioning off items for, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And he's, like, wasted rubbing shoulders with these people and ordering us around and stuff. But eventually it got to the point where, like, he would lose clients and stuff. Because he was also kind of, like, you know, a male. You're being a douche. <laughs> like, no, he's the kind of guy that was, like, would make comments to women once he had enough in him and like douche. well yeah a douche okay. yeah. misogynistic right. is what I was going to say but you know but it was it was not a good look and I was just like man you might keep your business around a little longer if he, you didn't do this
0: dude. He's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a drunk douche
1: yeah <laughs> a, a drunk that's douche
0: a, that's how you that's how you can categorize it exactly. he might be nice when he's not drunk but when he's drunk he's a douche
1: Yeah, no, he was the kind that, like, he was like, we're all coming in to wash dishes in the morning and then he has, like, the hair of the dog sitting on the freaking counter, like, we're all supposed to just start it up again. I was like, dude, no, man, like, you have a problem. But, so, yeah, and keeping your business, you know, professional, I think. If I were doing that, I wouldn't be drinking either. Not like that.
0: Yeah, no, listen, as I said, I mean, I I might have a, a drink here or there. Um, sometimes I do it just to even be, so, you know, just to even be social. Right. Cause again, part of what I, what I do is keeping, you know, relationships. So sometimes I might have, you know, a, a drink or two yeah. with, you know, with, with clients or friends or whatever, just to, um, you know, keep the party going, so to speak. But, uh, as far as me actually, like really getting drunk or whatever. No.
1: Yeah, I can't. I haven't drank in like three years. So I'd become the life of the party after like one, one drink. I'd be like, I am now your entertainment everyone. <laughs> no, I, <didn't>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't started. I haven't even tried to have really a like, drink because I'm scared. Three years is a long time. I don't want to like make an ass out of myself. Three, you know? three years. You might
2: just like, you could even take a Bud Light and You'd be passed out on the couch. I could
1: do that before the three years. So I'm like, I'm really screwed now. I I was pregnant for basically like two and a half years, which is why I haven't drank in a long time. <laughs> Not because I have a problem.
2: Right Just uh, to yeah. clarify. Yeah, we got to clarify that. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, I, you had mentioned some of the perks being they can get like one-on-one time selfies um how how does a selfie work i
1: was wondering
2: are they holding like
0: a phone with them on the screen? no no so (laughs) the screenshot right um no what we actually do is uh very (laughs) simply we just basically screenshot it and send to them oh okay (laughs) yeah i mean we find the best the best you know clip of them both smiling and we, we screenshot it or if they say hey where's my selfie then we say hey guys
1: smile, smile.
0: and there you go uh, but no because when you put the phone up to the, the computer and the, it just it doesn't
1: yeah
0: the resolution
1: is way different have you thought about maybe i'm pitching you business idea? uh <laughs> Do they get, like, mind. recorded sessions with the artists or whatever? Have y'all done that? Like, their meet-and-greet, can they have it recorded?
0: Yeah, no, no. That's what I'm saying, is that if they... Uh, well, we record all of them. Oh, okay.
1: And they get it sent to them? Like, their little...
0: No, no, no. So, we record everything, right? But if they're paying for a certain ticket level, depending on the, the, the talent... We will give them a copy of their session.
1: Okay, I'm not a genius.
0: Or okay. we'll, you know, if they want, we'll give them a, you know, a copy of the the whole thing. But typically, we just give them a copy of their their session. Okay. okay. So yeah, we do do that. Um, you know, that's, that's pretty cool.
2: Are there? Oh, oh I I guess it's uh, dependent on the artist. So what what has been like the coolest? Perk done on
0: the uh, on fan room. The coolest perk. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I mean, people. You know. Well, first thing is. Uh, well, Paul White actually, and 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 Jake, uh, they actually have done some like contests where you know people can win like a free autograph. Oh, okay. That's or. Cool. Um, you know, different little, little things like that, but the biggest, the biggest perk really is actually from what I've seen is the recording. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the yeah. screenshot yeah. And, and the picture only because that's something that you could, you know, they could post it online. They could, you know, they have it. Um, and it's something that, that lives with them forever. Yeah. So, you know, we try not to go into autographs really just because it just, it, it changes the, um, the dynamic. Like it's one thing, you know, like Jake was going to, was going to do it. I think he did it for one person or two people and it had to be during the backstage area. We didn't do it during the regular, you know, the regular event. Um, and again, that's, you know, simply because we don't want to change the experience that people have. Cause once you start getting into autographs then it's like, okay, now the celebrity has to, you know, start taking out pictures and, and you know, it just, it, it doesn't, it's, it changes the, the entire energy of the, the event. Right.
2: Yeah. I, I can understand that.
0: Cause our thing is about meaningful conversation. Yeah. So for sure.
2: And I, and I will say that that's one thing I really love about podcasting and being able to talk with all the people. Cause like, kind of is like my own little I mean obviously it is my own little recording session with them and all that so it, it's uh it, it's nice and I definitely like the opportunity so I, I think that's really cool for a lot of people um, to do but uh, really quick uh, we're just gonna take a quick break and we will be right back
0: Thank you for staying tuned in to the Mindless Morning Show. We hope you're enjoying another fun-filled episode and would love to hear from you. If you're listening, be sure to follow us and leave a review. If you're on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe, and click that notification bell to be alerted any time a new episode drops. Thank you, and enjoy the rest of
1: your show. Hey guys, we're back with Jeff. And we're just about to start talking about upcoming events. I believe for Fan Room. I'm not correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. So.
0: Up? Yeah, we have some really, uh, really great ones. Actually, this coming Saturday, uh, we actually have Shana from AEW, uh, wrestling star. Uh, the following Thursday, which is the 22nd. Uh, we have uh, Kenny Aronoff. He's, of course, you know, celebrity drummer from, you know, the Smashing Pumpkins and John Mellencamp and Bon Jovi and God knows how many other, you know, one musical the, legends. He's one of
2: the top drummers in, in the world.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's one of the top drummers of all time. So that's going to be amazing. Then uh, May 2nd, we have uh, Paul White. Formerly known as the big show from WWE.
2: So cool. That's pretty
0: funny. Yeah, that's going to be real, really <laughs> awesome. And then we have some, we have some more that are coming up to stay tuned to look out for. Uh, we just, and again, we don't have dates for them yet, but uh, Andy Dick is going to be hosting one. What? And so, uh, so is AJ Buckley, uh, you know, from seal team. And, Gosh. There's more, more of them that are going to be announced. We don't have dates for those yet, but they are, they are coming.
2: You can on those. Man, I, I would say I would uh, help, help and uh, come on Fan Room Live for you guys and get you guys a bunch of people. But we we got our channel here, but, but we're gonna direct them towards Fan Room Live. Of gonna, course. Gonna, yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Awesome. Huh? <laughs> also, link. that he
1: knows that I would bring more people, but.
2: I, 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 definitely, I, I'm definitely interested to uh, check the show out, or check any show out. More so, can I
1: just like request, like?
2: A Justin you already said Bieber? he's not working with Justin Bieber. Maybe. He didn't say he
1: wouldn't. He said he has not.
0: I said I haven't yet.
1: See, well, I was listening. All right. Well, yet meaning, just because now he met Jennifer from the Mindless Morning Show, he is gonna. I mean, I'd pay a pretty good amount of money for her tickets.
2: She'd probably pay like $500 just to me.
1: A meet and greet? Dude, I love that. It's cool. <laughs> Do you have plans of uh, talking to Justin?
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Hey, listen, stranger, th- stranger things have happened. So, you know.
1: Maybe we're the ones that bring you all together, you know. Somehow.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, I, you know. I, I could get off once. Once. Once we get off, I uh, might just email Scooter and say, "Hey, send me Justin." <laughs> you know.
1: And I'll be like, Never "I know. will do anything you ever want me to do for you to help out with your business for free, forever." <laughs> See, I just sold my soul to you for that. No, do you like work with up and coming like artists and stuff like that, or are you major or more like focused on the already established genre?
0: Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, up and coming artists. If an up and coming artist wanted to jump on FanRoom and they have a following, why not?
2: What is the requirements essentially that you guys look for, or is do you guys have any type of criteria, or is it whoever pays? Um,
0: <laughs> you no, know, it, listen, it, it just depends. Like, if the person has a cachet about them that. They can draw people, and we can then, uh, you know, promote them, and people are going to know who they are. Then that's, of course, priority number one. Uh, but it, again, it really, it really depends because there's a lot of people that I've never heard of, right. and you go online, you look at it, you're like, wow, they got a million followers, and their last video had two hundred thousand views.
2: Right.
0: I never heard of them but yeah. you know the new you know social media influencer yeah internet you just you know you just never know
2: yeah i'm sure the uh that, that would be a a big draw with uh youtubers like popular youtubers i'm i'm sure they'll uh they'll be able
0: to <laughs> oh yeah you youtubers y- youtubers would uh would <laughs> <laughs> sell very, very well on uh, on on FanRun. Right. I mean, look, think I that didn't... They
1: would do that, though, because they, like, almost see their own platform as that platform. But it's not. No, they it, 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 still make it, more than
2: monet, monetization it, it, off YouTube.
0: No, but it, it depends, because the one thing that people don't realize is, like, it depends on the mindset of the of the YouTuber and the artist. Like, are they looking to do things that are gonna promote them outside of their own little world?
1: Right.
0: Do do you see what I'm saying? So it it kind of really depends, like a smart promoter, so to speak, that's self-promoting would know that the more famous you are, the more money you can essentially make if you're only limiting it to your own stratosphere, you're only going to make money in your stratosphere.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? So it it just, it just depends. The best, the best thing I would say is that, and, and I see this a lot with, um, you know, celebrities and athletes and the people that are, um, the people that are that have agents that actually make make it work for them to you know to do their thing to do appearances to do you know this to you know walk this red carpet to you know do this charity event um in the end are the ones that succeed because they want to get themselves out there whether they're being paid or they're not Mm -hmm. so it, it really and i'm telling you it really just depends on the mindset of the artist Okay. Like they, they actually say the one of the reasons why John Cena transcended more than anybody is because he put himself everywhere. He did. The guy would go wrestle on Monday, he'd be on the Tonight Show on Tuesday, he'd go back and wrestle on Wednesday, do a make-a-wish on Thursday.
1: <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs>
2: Wow. <laughs> I, I, I did see him blow up quite quickly in comparison to m- most and i i was never honestly really sure because i I, I, f- I almost felt like it was uh like just did he didn't wasn't he in that one movie that just like blew him up magic mike no that's no, he wasn't in. No, I, <laughs> I have not <laughs> seen that, so right. I don't know.
1: Obviously, I haven't either, but I know that
2: too. I, I don't. I don't remember who the actor. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody. John
1: else. Cena was big way before Magic Mike, I feel
0: like. Really? No, he's been he's been John oh. Cena's been been huge for yeah for like years.
2: But I'm thinking of uh, Jason Tatum.
1: No, Channing Tatum.
2: Dude. <laughs> Channing Tatum. One of the. <laughs> wow, third time's, time's the charm. Songs. Yeah, I'm not really good with celebrity names, if anybody knows me. Then like, I'm
1: honestly not either. <laughs> if I met them in real life, I'd be like, crap, you're that person from that movie that I also can't remember the name of. But you're awesome. But hey, that might be humbling, right? I don't
2: know I, their I'll, name. I do know uh, he definitely blew up by becoming a meme, though, especially with his little soundtrack, the,
0: the little trumpets. Duh, 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 duh. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. He had a great gimmick. Yeah, yeah. He, he had the rapper. He had the rapper gimmick. It came at the right time, also, <laughs> because see me. no, no. Because here's the thing: if 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 Stone Cold and The Rock and Brock Lesnar stuck around,
1: he would have overshadowed.
0: He might have not gotten that 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 break. And what he did was, he got the break. He ran with it. Crushed it. Stole it. And then he took he took it to a whole different different level.
2: It's what I used to tell but, my students and what I tell everybody. You're only going to get what you put into it. The more you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it. So, I mean, yeah, he, he definitely showed the hustle to, to be in all these different places daily. So that, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and again, you know, he had to be willing to take that on. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, being the face of... Uh, of you know a wrestling organization like wwe i mean it takes it's more than just like oh hey i want to be the champion and be the face no you gotta you gotta be willing to travel like every day of your basically of your life right
1: yeah it's also like uh like almost like a soap opera ish kind of thing like you got to play a role and like stick with it too like, there was a very, like, spelled out, people were so invested in the whole story, like, from the beginning, I remember, and so, I mean, it's it's a production, like, one I've not seen, really, you know, now it's, like, reality TV shows and stuff. These people are, like, physically asserting themselves, and acting, and, like, all this shit at the same time. Pretty wild.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, you know, Kim Kardashian, as an example, she... And again, I don't know the whole. I'm not saying anything as far as I know the whole details, but, um, but she would have at least years ago. I don't know about now. I mean, she'd have you know paparazzi uh, you know following her. Some of them were photographers that you know they were paying because they of wanted course, to get their yeah. they wanted to get their pictures out in so many places to make sure that she was seen. Yeah. So it was. Part of a um, a very smart uh, PR move.
1: Seriously, <laughs> like probably one of the. Oh, think about it.
0: If you have if you have <clears throat> one one photographer, ten photographers. Let's say let's say out of the fifty photographers that were, were following her, let's say twenty five of them were legitimately following her. But if you have another twenty five photographers that are following you that are putting your pictures everywhere. They're flooding the internet with your face. People are going to know who you are. Yeah,
2: that, that's true. I mean, man. So how do I get like virtual paparazzi if I don't leave my house? <laughs> I, Cause like, on
1: fan room, <laughs> duh, like what the hell?
2: Like, I just like walk into the room, like oh, paparazzi. Oh, let me just like leave out a camera view. or
1: something. <laughs> <laughs> We set up screen cameras all over your house, like hidden cameras.
2: Oh, that'd be creepy.
1: A little bit. But I had a question, because isn't like Clubhouse Club Clubhouse came it? out COVID time, and it's I feel like kind of trying to wrap people's mind around the same ideas maybe what y'all are doing. No.
0: no. Aren't they
2: audio only?
1: They are audio, audio only, but That's they boring. do provide a close-up experience with some celebritized people that uh, agree to do certain things on there.
0: It's, yeah, not really, because, I mean, it's, first of all, Clubhouse is different. Clubhouse is, you have an app, you go in the app, there's all these different rooms, and then in the rooms, people are talking, but you're not, unless you're called up to talk, which, and even if you are, it's like, you're just the voice on the voice, you're not you're not meeting them like face to face, like you know. Yeah. like I keep like,
1: saying, it's yeah. like an online trade show, kind <laughs> of like you know where you can choose like different breakouts or whatever to go to and learn about things. That's what it feels like to me. Like Clubhouse does.
0: Yeah, it's like an it's like an online you know conference call, <laughs> right?
1: Like, yeah, I tried to, get which into is great. It. It's cool. I tried to get into it. I I don't know. I choose podcasts and stuff um, like that audio wise.
0: Yeah, I'm listen, I'm not knocking it. I think it's really cool. It's just it's just a different type of setup.
1: I just imagine like it was maybe one of the many things that are maybe not competition, but kinda along the same lines of what you know, trying to find a way to get around COVID and still be like there's a lot wasn't, out there.
0: there there's a lot of of things. I mean, um and Clubhouse is not based on uh, you know, celebrities or um really experiences or anything like that clubhouse is basically just like hey listen i'm going to start a room whoever wants to come in that room and listen to me talk with whoever i choose and that's great again it's it's a cool concept it's you know interactive people like it it's just a different it's just different
2: yeah, Discord, but it's only on one platform. Yeah, no about. that that that's like uh, try to be exclusive. Try to re- bring some revival to only crapple. iPhone users. Yeah, whatever. No, <laughs> the no crapple Android, stop it. No, no Android user was hurt in the making of Clubhouse. Um, <laughs> I uh, I have an Apple. I, I think Clubhouse it. basically got shit on after uh, Discord uh, added that stage channel because Oh yeah, Discord all, does have that. That that's. All Clubhouses and Discord took that and already had so much more, but fan room is completely different, and I really think that there's certainly something that is going to blossom. and I really hope like big things for you guys. I, I'm I want to ask, so do you do you think this is like something like this to this extent is going to be like the key the the, uh, the key or the the new normal for events and things like this? Like this is this is the future and like other event planners and things
0: should do this?: Well, here, here's the thing. I don't think that I, I don't think that it's necessarily the new normal that's going to take uh, in-person events away. Sure. I think that it's the new normal as far as people finding stuff to do online that they, they can't necessarily do all the time. So, you know, it's no different than like, oh, hey, is, is Instagram going to be the new normal than, you know, than Facebook? People are on Instagram and Facebook all day long. Right. They are. They're on their phone. They're on social media all day long, whether they're out in person or they're in their house. So I don't really see this as being, um, I think it's the new normal for online. Okay. I don't think that it's ever going to go away, and I think that it's just a different. Um, I think it's just a different setup.
2: I, I can. I mean, think about day. it. If,
0: if you're an actor or you're a musician, and you want to take an hour out of your day or two hours out of your day on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon to go, you know, chat with your fans, make some extra money or whatever you could do that. Now you don't have to fly anywhere.
2: Right. Yeah. I I I could honestly see your platform though being a a good a really big and very helpful stepping stone for upcoming artists and things like that to kind of get a feel of how much reach they have because a lot of people they can they can have a lot of crazy big numbers but who they're actually pulling in it is up in the air until they can like make something happen of it and actually see. So rather than them going out, renting a whole venue, things like that, all this crazy shit, they can go ahead and hop on fan Room live and have that platform to utilize it to, I mean, it, it, it could, I think that could be pretty, pretty helpful. And
1: I think you have a good point too, because like, well, I think we know because we have podcasts and stuff, Like, you don't really ever know what your numbers are actually. You know, you can have an episode that has, like, 3,000, you know, viewers, and then, like, the next one has two. And you're like, okay, so who's actually, and then you have 100 (laughs) subscribers, but only 13 that, you know, you have views from every single episode right when it comes out or whatever. So it's hard to, like, for me anyways, it's been hard to decipher, like, how many people actually listen versus this one got better algorithm hits on TikTok or Facebook or whatever. And so therefore it got this many views. And, you know, so like Josh is saying, like if somebody had to actually pay like $5 to listen, you would know they're like actually invested in listening to you yeah. or seeing you oh, or yeah. whatever, you know? Absolutely. So I think, you know, once we get a little more famous, we'll be on fan room for you. So you know. I'll be waiting. We'll be, uh, <laughs> we'll be mindless on stage for you. <laughs>
0: I'll be waiting <laughs> yeah I, I don't I
2: don't even think I would know what to do with, with like fans if I've seen fans, I'd just feel like,
1: oh no, I'm totally gonna go all out man I'm gonna like <laughs> I'm gonna eat it up uh. like yes, that's what I've been waiting for No, I'm <laughs> kidding. I would totally freeze. Have you ever had somebody that kind of freezes with people when they start talking to them, like a celebrity
0: um no, not, not yet, and they're
2: used to it yeah I feel like
0: i I think they're. Yeah, pretty much.
2: Have
1: you had an offensive, like, meet and greet or something that y'all had to, like, kind of be like, whoa, 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 no, we got to cut this off.
0: (laughs) Yeah. um, Well. (laughs) We had. No, no, we had. Listen, before before anything, we tell all the fans be, you know, be professional, like only ask professional questions. Right. We haven't had any issues except for one. One time, a woman was on Jake the Snake Roberts' thing, and she goes, you know something, Jake? I just came on here to tell you that I wouldn't invite you to my birthday party.
1: What? What the fuck? Oh, did we go back to kindergarten? I'm
0: sorry. Yeah. What? <laughs> you stole my crayons? Click. I mean, my, my back-end producer threw her off within like seconds
1: man if i were him i would have been like cool you also just paid for a ticket to come tell me that so thank you like
0: (laughs) oh no jake jake didn't even have a chance to speak because by the time she said that she she was like off she was yeah she was off
1: i feel like some people would be cool like okay with maybe like comedians
2: and stuff I honestly thought that story, though, was going to go some somewhere much different. Like, Jake, how big is your snake? And then, like, op, op.
1: Oh, that was <laughs> a good one, man. Do you get a lot of women that are trying to, like, like, oh, my five minutes is, you know, let me tell you how great I am.
0: No, you know, we haven't really had those, uh, you know, any kind of issues like that. Damn it. Most people um,
2: that pay are acting fools.
0: <laughs> no, no. No, listen, they've all been they've all been really uh really respectful. I mean, again, you know, look, Jake did go on a rant about Vince McMahon and you know.
1: Yes, uh, damn it.
0: That's Why a whole that's different different story, but the actual fans, you know, they always uh they've they've asked we haven't had any disrespectful um you know, or issues like that.
2: Is there that's limitations bad. like even for for the, um, the 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 celebrities, are they able to like? Are they able to just like be loud, cuss, or say like obscene shit, <laughs> or is or is everything kept PG on on the platform?
0: No, the I mean, listen, the celebrities can say pretty much whatever they want, uh, you know, to an extent. I mean, they're not, it, you know, look, they're not, they're still coming on even even though they might curse a little bit or, you know, say some funny things. Like, we had an event with um, uh, it was a charity uh, event after party with uh, the LA Dodgers, uh, Chris Taylor from the LA Dodgers, Cedric, uh, Alexander Ludwig, Tashina Arnold, and uh, Tyler Rich. Tyler Rich is, you know, a huge uh, country music star. Oh, and, know. you know, they were, they're all on screen together. They're, you know, they're joking around and, uh, you know, they're making, you know, funny, you know, comments to each other. Like, yeah, what are you, you know, what are you doing over there? Are you drinking whiskey or, you know, you, you know, oh, you like softcore porn, like just funny, <laughs> funny things, but nothing, you know, it's more just like haha, but not, not necessarily with the fans though, right? because
1: uh, okay. you do have to keep my dad always is telling me to stop saying like fuck and stuff like on the podcast or whatever, like he counts them because <laughs> he's like, you're losing a specific audience, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> but do I mean, they wouldn't listen to me if I, you know, I just, that's who I am. I can't filter myself, but there is, oh. I know people out there that that's a big turnoff, you know, if people cuss a lot or whatever, I don't know.
0: Well, I don't. Yeah. We don't, we don't really listen. I mean, if they curse, I mean, it's not the end of the world. However, um, if they're, if they're talking obscene, then that's a different, you know, a different story. As long as it's, you know, professional to an extent, they're not, you know, telling somebody something crazy or, or, um, whatever but as long as it's normal (laughs) normal normal talk if they curse a little bit so be it it's not the end of the world
2: right so like if i if i come on when andy dick is on and i i say andy dick you strike me as the kind of guy who jumps in puddles with socks on (laughs) am i getting the boot
0: No. <laughs>
1: He's gonna be so fun. What did you say a date for that one, or you just said that's up and coming? No,
0: no, date. no, no, no. We, have, we haven't we haven't set a date uh, for that yet.
1: Okay, so how do we like sign up to get notifications that of like up and coming events? Oh yeah, do
0: you,
2: well, I mean, you guys have your website. Is
0: that that has Well, we have one? a website, FanRoomLive.com. Uh, you Not could also follow us on. Yeah, follow us on Instagram at live done um uh, you know we are on on facebook but really really the main um main places that people can look are uh you know instagram you know twitter and uh you know the and the website
1: social media cool. sweet because cool. i'm going to be like eyes
2: yeah. blue and, and all those links we'll we'll have in in the descriptions for everybody so that our, our viewers can see but um yeah. I I definitely want to thank you for the time that you've spent with us because it's been awesome to talk to you and I I definitely look forward to seeing your platform evolve and,
0: and more to come. So that's really cool. Yeah, man. Listen, I, I appreciate you guys having me on. This was a lot of fun and uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely looking forward to uh, you know, coming back on in the near future. And
1: yes, we will have you you back on and you'll see us in your audience. Oh yeah. We'll be like, Hey Jeff.
0: (laughs) No, listen, I, I I can't wait for that.
1: <laughs> That'll be
2: awesome. We're just here for Jeff. Not this.
1: Yeah, part. we didn't actually want to see the celebrity, <laughs> but uh
2: we're supporting Jeff. So is uh is there anything you'd like to say to our viewers or listeners, upcoming, you know, talent agents, things like that? Anyone?
1: Any inspiring words? <laughs> or mindless words.
0: Yeah. Uh well. Yeah. Um, the one thing I would say is, uh, if you want to do something, uh, you could do anything you want, just never give up and keep moving forward and block out the negativity. Because the one thing that I will say is that the, the biggest, the biggest hurdle is really in your mind. It's the noise. That's, 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 that's my, uh, that's my motto. So. am
1: about to make a t-shirt out of that.
0: I block out the negative and just keep moving. The wisdom of El Jefe.
1: Yes. <laughs> El Jefe.
0: But on that note.
1: Yeah, seriously.
0: If you do oh, want to meet show. some celebrities, you can go to fanroomlive.com and
2: yes. <laughs> buy your
0: buy your, uh, your tickets. Awesome. We will. Awesome.
2: Well, Thank thanks so again, much. man, for, uh, for coming on and we look forward to the future and seeing
0: what happens. And maybe Thank sure you, guys. Yeah, I really, really do appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. So
2: Maybe okay. one day you guys will have a, a, a promo code called Mindless. <laughs> hey, we can do that. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, you know what? Emotions. That's not a bad you idea. We <laughs> All right.
2: We'll, we'll, we'll talk be talking.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Right, Thank you, Jeff. Stay mindless. Bye, guys.
1: Stay mindless.
2: Thank you for listening to the Mindless Morning Show. We appreciate you picking us out of the many great podcasts out there. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that little bell to get notified whenever we release a new episode or bonus content. Now go enjoy the rest of your mindless day.